Okay, welcome to the first episode of Game Dice. Today we're going to be talking about the Call of Duty 2020 leaks, as well as potentially a PS5 price leak, but we'll see about that later on. So getting right into it in Call of Duty 2020. So getting right into it, there was a video leaked a few days ago by a YouTuber by the name of Exclusive Ace, and essentially he leaked a video... <laughs> He has a source, and you know, take everything with a pinch of salt, of course, but he has a source who he claims to be close to the project, shall we say, and oh boy, he gave him a lot of information without, you know, exaggerating, there's a, there's, there's a lot to go over, I, I can practically scroll through it right now, like there's so much here, it, it, yeah, there's a lot, so we'll get right into that right now, the first thing he clarified is that uh, the game will feature zombies, a campaign, a multiplayer, and a war zone. Like a new war zone map, I think. So, that's kind of interesting. I mean, we already expect zombies and multiplayer, and potentially a little bit of war zone integration. But, campaign? That's different. Obviously, it's being developed by Treyarch, so, you know, their, their last game didn't have a campaign. It was Black Ops 4. So... It, it is set during the Cold War era, so that's another thing confirmed. The game apparently is in quite a good state, according to Ace himself. He says that uh, that the game is pretty much mostly done, uh, in particular the multiplayer maps, save for one or two maps that are lacking textures. The campaign is playable, uh, but not everything is done so for example in his video in particular uh, he mentioned that um, <clears throat> certain uh, voiced dialogue wasn't complete and so what they had in place instead was a kind of uh, text to speech uh, system in place whilst those lines are being acted so that's kind of interesting um, that's kind of where I would expect it to be right now uh, maybe a little bit behind actually come to think of it because a lot of Call of Duty titles uh, tend to release uh, what they used to release uh, in November uh, but that's kind of fluctuated a little bit over the last couple of years of course but we'll see next thing is that uh, Warzone will feature a new map for the 2020 game which apparently is set in Russia uh, but, you know, I, I don't know if the whole game will be set there, he didn't specify that, he just said that it will be set in Russia. So we might see more Russian-influenced maps, perhaps? Who knows? Who knows? Standard minimap is making a return, so just like it was in previous Call of Duty titles, it will be the same. If you fire an unsuppressed gun, you will show up on that minimap. And that's kind of good, I really really didn't like the implementation that Treyarch had in Black Ops 4, and it was pretty bad. They had a kind of fog of war system, and it, it was bad. It wasn't good. Yeah. Did not enjoy that. However, he does say that the compass from Modern Warfare is actually making a return, which is interesting. <laughs> I'm not really sure how they're going to work that in, but apparently... That's a thing. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how that's going to work. Continuing on down the list, 
we have uh, the swimming apparently uh, is making a return so you'll be able to swim in the water and, uh, and things like that presumably it'll be very similar to uh, Black Ops 4 you just sort of jump in the water and you can have gunfights underwater and things like that I assume he didn't actually specify but he did just say that there is a swimming mechanic and it does return along with water in multiplayer maps so and apparently water will be in the new warzone map as well so that's also a thing uh, unlimited sprint is on the list as well that's pretty interesting i would assume this is now a kind of standard thing right like the sprint of yesteryear where you'd just sort of get out of breath after about 10 seconds I, th I think that's all been done now I don't think uh, unlimited sprint is really a, a leak so to speak I think that's pretty much a given uh, but interestingly uh, interactable doors and things like that uh, will not be included so if you run into a door you run into the door you can't, you can't open it or anything like that which is no surprise, uh, that was kind of a unique thing I think that Modern Warfare did and uh, given that this is a Treyarch game I think we can expect a little bit of a simpler map design um, map design is, you know, we'll, we'll get to that later Yeah, okay. so just know that the doors uh, won't, ha won't be interactable in multiplayer at least in Warzone it'll still be the same, but in multiplayer, no there apparently will be 10 multiplayer maps, or at least there are 10 that have been developed up to this point. So it's possible that more like more maps are being worked on, but there's no guarantee. And apparently one of them is very small <laughs> and has a boat in the water or something, apparently. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> I'm not really sure what he was trying to say here, but... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, on a side note, though, I would fully expect Nuketown to make a return. I, I would be very surprised if there was no Nuketown in this game. I, I fully believe that there will be. So, that's just me, though. That's not, like, a leak or anything. That's just my opinion. Uh, next thing on the list, I literally just have a list that I'm just scrolling through right now. Just kind of going through it. So, there was a leaked gameplay earlier this year apparently and uh, to quote Ace it seemed like a video that was recorded on a phone that was also recorded on a phone so like somebody was showing somebody on their phone and that person recorded the other person's phone with their phone <laughs> I have not seen that but apparently it, it was a thing and the name of the map is Tank and apparently that video was fully legitimate apparently so interesting. I'll have to keep a lookout for that. I haven't seen that, but I, I, I don't know. I'll take a look. I'll have a look. I'm pretty sure somebody can, uh, can link that to me on Twitter or something. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll be able to find it. It shouldn't be too difficult. Next thing, uh, and this is really the thing that, <laughs> that kind of sold it for me. I actually played Black Ops 4 last night, and I, I, uh, I gave up after like. 10 minutes because uh, I was just constantly getting killed by specialists and they're like the biggest issue in the game for me right now but they're not going to change because they're a core mechanic so it's it's it, it, it is what it is but apparently in Call of Duty 2020 specialists will not make a return which is 
I feel like that's like an applause moment, you know, <laughs> people should be clapping for that, yeah, specialists were awful, but yeah, but he did say, and I actually, is this even in my list, I don't even know, I don't remember writing it, no, it's not in my list, okay, that's interesting, so apparently, from what, this is what I actually remember from the video, he was saying that there's no specialists in the game, but specialist weapons, for example, uh, Seraph's uh, Annihilator, uh, will return as a score streak. And I think he said uh, Seraph's Annihilator would be called the Hand Cannon. Whether that's like a, the actual final name or just like an inside development name, you know, that's something else. But he did say that would be making a return. The Firebreaks Purifier will be making a return as a score streak, which is a flamethrower. And he's mentioned another one as well. Ah, that's it. Battery. Battery. Uh, the uh, grenade launcher, I believe, is the is the final one that he mentioned. He also said that um, there will be field like field upgrade like features. So if you've played Modern Warfare. You know what this is already, for those of you who maybe haven't, it's basically like specialist equipment, basically, uh, but I believe it's non-lethal. I could be mistaken, I, you know, feel free to fact check. But um, yeah, like you'll be able to throw down a case of ammo, for example, and you'll be able to resupply with that, kind of like uh, Crash's ammo supply um, that he used to throw down in Black Ops 4, that was a thing as well, so... That's that. I, again, I didn't write this down in my notes, surprisingly, but uh, equipment uh, such as grenades and whatnot, you can choose one piece of equipment, but that piece of equipment, once you've thrown it, it's gone until you die and then you get it back. So it's not like Black Ops 4 where it slowly regenerates over time, you just get it back once you've died. And then, you know, you respawn and then you, you've got it again. So that's how that works. I, I obviously didn't write any comprehensive uh, notes, but that is uh, that is one thing that I remember him mentioning. The system will change uh, from a kill streak system to a score streak system once again. So in Black Ops 4, we had the score system where if you get 500 points, you get a UAV. But you don't need to get any kills for that. You could just earn points through perhaps objective play or assists or things like that. Whereas in Modern Warfare, it's kill based. So, you know, if you, it doesn't matter if you play the objective or not, you, you only get the streaks if you get the kills. I'm, I'm in two minds. You know, I don't know because it, kill streaks are more, I think, skill based, whereas score streaks are more easier to earn because you don't need to get the kills you know you can get assists or you can play the objective which is really good because obviously you want to encourage objective play but you also want to reward skilled play that's a tough decision i feel like score streaks are better in my opinion just because i play a lot of domination i play a lot of objective modes so for me of course that really helps with 
bringing more players uh, into the actual match rather than just have them kill whore or sit in corners just for kills and blah blah blah. You know, that, that's my opinion. He mentioned that footsteps are very silent, apparently. Dead silence is not in the game, or at least wasn't in the build that he saw. I don't care too much about this. I mean, it's difficult to really say because sometimes footsteps are important, but they only really matter if you've got the equipment to really take advantage of the game's sound. So for example, if your average player is not going to have a set of headphones, you know, 5.1 surround sound headphones or gaming headphones or anything like that, so they're really not going to notice dead silence all that much, or they're not going to necessarily hear the enemy stepping up behind them. So I don't know, I don't, personally I don't really care, but dead silence is a big thing for like search and destroy and other type of one life game modes where being sneaky is kind of important so yeah i can kind of get it it's not something that i care about but just know that it's not currently in the build in the game that could change that will most likely change but it wasn't in the game when he saw it the next thing and this is kind of a big thing 150 health and auto healing so, you, you guys already know, in Black Ops 4, or maybe you don't, I, I don't know, <laughs> I'll explain it anyway. In Black Ops 4, uh, if you get shot, you don't heal automatically, you've got to do it yourself. And that uses a kind of piece of equipment, which is kind of weird, but it's on a cooldown as well, which I believe is about 7 seconds. And you can use the stim shot in the game to heal almost instantly and then you'll be able to heal again after about two or three seconds so that's kind of a big deal but you know some people say it speeds up the pace of the game personally i'm not a fan just because it's kind of that it's it's one extra thing that kind of slows the pace of the game because if you're healing all the time you're kind of you shoot and then you hide back and then you've got to manually heal yourself and you know that if you go any further that you've got to heal in order to continue moving whereas with an auto heal you'll just keep going you know you won't self hide or whatever because you don't need to worry about that kind of aspect of the game it's it's difficult to explain but it's basically making the game a little more tactical and some people are going to like that and that's cool i don't i think it's awful so it's not for me but maybe it's for you so the next thing is the actual creator class system he said it's it's like a hybrid between pick 10 and something else i don't recall exactly what he said but he said it's not like pick 10. you can still pick a gun and its attachments and everything but i believe you've got to have a grenade or some type of equipment on your class you can't not have it so i think he said that you can't sacrifice something else maybe a secondary i don't recall but he said it's not very versatile and you can't really do a whole lot with it in terms of uh, different play styles and whatnot hopefully this changes uh, it's still early days but just know that the current system isn't really ideal so next up is the 6v6 is apparently the standard 
multiplayer account, and that's pretty typical. We see a lot of Call of Duty's it is six on six. Black Ops Four was actually designed to be five on five, I think, and the idea was that you could only pick one specialist per team one of a particular type rather so that didn't go down too well so they bumped it up to six and they allowed two specialist servers given type on a certain team so again 6v6 is the standard uh, but that could change so bear that in mind but i would expect 6v6 in this game so there's that he mentioned that there's no gunfight mode so if you're into that there apparently that's not in the game so there's that he said that, um, and this is not in my notes, but I do remember, that he he mentioned that there was no ground war type mode, which, for those who don't know, ground war is basically uh, 9v9 in Call of Duty, so it's 18 players total, and normally these take places on uh, slightly varied maps, they'll be the same sort of maps that you play on day to day, but they'll just have one or two areas just opened up to them, so that they're just slightly bigger. This was in uh, Black Ops 3, I think, and was definitely in previous games, something that I kind of enjoyed, actually. Uh, I like the higher play account, it means you're running into action more often, so it's kind of sad to hear that it's not in the game currently, but again, that could change, so we'll see what happens with that. Apparently there's some kind of multiplayer mode that takes place on various sections of the new Warzone map, allegedly. I, I have no idea what it is, he didn't really go into too much detail, uh, but apparently he's seen it, so there's that. <laughs> Although what that means for us is basically nothing, so I don't know, we'll, we'll have to see exactly how that pans out. Hopefully it turns out to be pretty good, but I don't know, we'll see. The next thing is that uh, the release, this is actually pretty interesting, Treyarch seems to be trying to push their releases earlier and earlier for whatever reason. I'm not entirely sure why, but I think it was Black Ops 4 that launched in September actually, I think it was sure it was yeah so they obviously were aiming to do that again this time but he says that the date was pushed back until early q4 for some reason uh, again he didn't specify exactly why uh, but apparently it could be because of development issues of which there's pr apparently quite a few with this game so I wouldn't be surprised, I mean I believe it was uh, Sledgehammer who was originally designing this game and apparently when it was handed to Activision it was in such a sorry state that they took it from them and gave it to Treyarch to do. So apparently that's what happened to that so I wouldn't be surprised if they pushed it back purely because of development issues that would make complete sense to me. There's that, so there's that. <laughs> So the next thing on the list, that's basically everything from Call of Duty this year. And again, we haven't had any information about this game up to this point, except for this humongous leak. There is a leak, and again, gotta say, take it with a pinch of salt. It's not a guarantee that everything that was said in his video and in this show was exactly 100% accurate we don't know but it's also important to remember that a lot of these things can change 
it's not a guarantee that everything that is said is also set in stone. The auto healing might just be a development thing, they may uh, revert back to a self healing afterwards, but just use auto as an internal thing, like we don't know, right? So a lot of this can change, so just keep that in mind. But that's everything that we know, and that's everything that I remember as well, like I, I wrote a lot of notes, but there was so much stuff that I even forgot to note certain things just because there was just so much of it. <laughs> so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that, but that's Call of Duty covered. do is get into the PlayStation. So firstly, let's talk about pricing. Because this is <laughs> this is something that um, a lot of people have been really curious about, myself included of course. And you know, there's been a lot of speculation, a lot of discussion about what this price point is going to be because we don't actually know. Sony have been very coy about this and they've even gone out of their way to deliberately avoid the word money and price and things like that. They've actually said uh, that value is more important than price. So that's interesting. But there have been a few leaks. Uh, some of them are more placeholder things that are mistaken as leaks. So for example, there was a couple of Amazon pages uh, about maybe a week ago. Uh, that said um, that the price was going to be 499 in terms of euros, but that would place it to be about 475 pounds, give or take. I'm not. That doesn't really seem like a very accurate price, but it's also important to mention that Sony do change their prices depending on the region. So, for example with uh, Spotify, if I was to go and buy Spotify, it would be £9.99, whereas if I'm an American subscriber, it would be $9.99, be the same value, but it would actually cost more here, just because of the conversion. What Sony don't do that, they actually change the price. So if it's 4 dollars in America, that would make it 4 50 in the UK. So, with that in mind, I have an image, <laughs> yeah, all the best leaks come from images, and this is apparently a leaked pre-edited Wikipedia page, <laughs> again, take with a pinch of salt, okay, but apparently the alleged prices for the PS5 with a Blu-ray disc drive, you know, because there's two of them, the Blu-ray disc drive version in the US will be 499 so $500. Uh, I don't know if that's inclusive of tax, I don't know. In the UK, it will be £450. Interesting. And, you know, that's kind of where I think a lot of people expect it to be. But, the interesting thing comes from the discless version. Okay? Now, before I say it, I gotta say, a disk drive, like a Blu-ray disk drive, if you're buying in bulk and you're, you know, making the thing from scratch, you're probably going to expect to pay somewhere around the region of 20 to 30 pounds for a disk drive. And that's, that's okay, you know, it's okay, it's alright, you've obviously got to build it yourself, but that's about how much it's going to be. 
So if Sony are going to scrap the disk drive, they're only going to really be saving about 20 to £30 per unit. And on top of that, you also got to remember that we don't actually know how big the digital version storage is going to be. If it's going to be the same as the disk version, then <laughs> you're only shaving, like, let's be generous and say £30 off the overall price, which would take the price down to about £410. Okay. Now the price of the digital version, according to this image, is £349 in the UK and $400 in America. Uh, you know, I, I think this is really optimistic. I personally do not think that this is going to be the price at all for the disc discless version. I think the version with the disk drive is pretty much right where people would expect it to be. But this discless version, I'm not sure just because, I mean, that's £100 taken off the price for a £30 component. It doesn't really make a lot of sense for the price to come down that much. And if it's the same storage, then there's, there's I, I really don't see the price coming down that much. It doesn't make sense to me that they would take off that much from the disk drive. They would definitely be taking a loss on these consoles if they were to make them and sell them at that price. It would definitely be a loss. So... I don't really know what's going on there, but I think that's probably not accurate, at least in my opinion, but we'll see. I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be, but I also could be dead right. So I've also got a bunch of accessory prices here as well, believe it or not. I've got quite a few actually. Let me uh, open this up real quick. Okay, so the next thing is the DualSense controller. Now some people have said this is going to be slightly more expensive. Personally, I don't think it will be. I think it will be the same price as every other game console controller up to this point, which is about £50. And this is coming out to be £55, or £54.99, which for a brand new console is probably about right. I, again, I don't think that's a million miles away. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's probably right. It's $60 for those who are interested. 5,980 yen. I don't think too many Japanese people will be watching, but there's the price in case you wanted it. And again, this is no surprise. This is about right. The next thing is actually the <laughs> the charging dock for the uh, the controllers. A lot of people saw this, <laughs> myself included, a bit confused. But apparently, it will only cost twenty five pounds or thirty dollars. I'm not saying how many euros it is because the euro price is the same as the dollar price. Just for reference. But they, I do have that there is 30 euros and 3,600 Japanese yen. So I think that's pretty cheap, actually, for what it is. I mean, given the price of everything else, that just seems low, right? I, I expected 30 pounds, at $35 perhaps. I don't know. It just seems a little bit low to me. I, I could be wrong. <laughs> of course, uh, it could be that price, but I don't know. It just seems cheap. But as if that didn't seem cheap enough, <laughs> the camera, which is a just a HD one, it's not a 4K one, the HD camera is £55, $60, same price as a controller, which is interesting, again, 
I don't know if that's high or low. Uh, I don't really have anything to base it off just because... Wait, wait, let me check something real quick. So for reference, they actually did. And here's why I say the PS5 camera is cheap. And it is. £55 is cheap for the PlayStation camera. And the reason for that is I just jumped on Amazon, typed in PlayStation camera, and it comes out at £87.99. So £88. Which apparently is a discount from £89.99. If I wanted to buy one used, it would be £65. So £55 for a brand new HD PS5 camera. Again, that just seems way too cheap. <laughs> I think whoever did this was being very optimistic. I don't think that's going to be the price. I'd be very surprised. I mean, it's, it's definitely possible. I'm pretty sure the PlayStation camera was released alongside the PlayStation 4. And that came out years ago. So obviously things have gotten cheaper since then. But is £55 cheap? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's going to be more. Now the headset was the final thing to be revealed. It, well, to be priced anyway. And this is... Apparently it's called the Pulse 3D headset. And it is priced at $160 and £130 and what's interesting here is they've actually changed the price of the euro to €180 Euros. yeah €180 Euros specifically so in <laughs> if you live in Europe you'll be paying uh, like what uh, a lot more than everybody else let's put it that way for the same thing I, I don't think the European price is too accurate I think it's going to be about £150, or maybe 130 which is the price I've got here, which isn't a million miles away. Uh, in America, it's $160. Uh, eh, yeah, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it's difficult to say. I, I believe Turtle Beach actually do a 5.1 surround sound system, like headphones, for the PlayStation 4, and it's about £80. So of course this is a 3D headset and blah blah blah. So it's going to be, you know, it's going to do that. And it's first party, which is going to make it more expensive. But the Turtle Beach one actually has a dongle that you use to connect it to the PlayStation. So I presume the Pulse one will use some kind of proprietary tech. It's difficult to say. It looks wireless. Like in the promo stuff that we've seen, there's no wires. Of course, there's no wires, but, you know, I'm pretty sure they would have said wired headset, but I'm pretty sure it said wireless. I'd have to go back and check, actually. But still, $160, £130, €180 Euros is the alleged price of the headset. So, I don't know. Apparently, it's going to launch uh, on November 20th. So if you if you want to buy one, get saving. <laughs> so there, that's it. That is everything. That covers everything that we have. Gone over Call of Duty, all the leaks, and we've also gone over the alleged price of the PlayStation. The prices that were seen on Amazon again were placeholder prices, and Amazon have confirmed this. They've said that it's just a thing that they do. They make the page. They throw a price on there. I mean, you can even check, I think the French one was the one that had these storage issues, right? Like, if you looked at the leak, it had like 500 gig and uh, one terabyte. 
and it's known that these are not the storage configurations of the PlayStation 5. Storage for PS5 will be 825 gigabytes. So we know that already, that's confirmed, that's set in stone. So if you ever see something that's not 825, it's probably fake. <sighs> With that in mind, that's everything. We've covered everything today. I'm keeping this episode short. It'll be about 30 minutes, but you know, it's a bit of a test just to see how it goes and hopefully uh, you everybody enjoyed the content. But yeah, I will uh, I will check in again next week with some more news and if anything comes up that's urgent you bet I will be making an episode on it so thank you for listening and make sure to check us out on Twitter at the game dice we're also on Spotify and we're on anchor so yeah you'll find all the links you need in the description thank you